0: There'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash gelb to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. We're on the top of page, Samech Avov, eight lines from the top, <clears throat> um, we're talking about... The idea that only the chitzenius level, the lower level, the external level of the higher level can come down and to be revealed into the um, into the lower levels. So the chitzenius of chokhmah goes into bina, the chitzenius of bina goes into midas, and this is this is the same idea of what we see in our when we speak about something. Only the only the most external part of your intellect, the external aspect of the concept is what is revealed into the speech and comes through your speech. The deep, deep idea behind this concept can't be expressed in speech. It's only felt in your intellect. And also in your emotions, the deep emotions, strong emotions can't be expressed in speech. Only the leftovers from those emotions, when you calm down a little bit, that's when you can talk about the whatever the emotion is. Um, so two, the level of... That which is drawn down from Malchus into the uh, the worlds of Briyatirasia to create them and to enliven them, it's only the external level of Malchus, because even in Malchus there's two levels: there's the Chitzenius and Penimius, and that which enclothes within the um, the speech, the supernal speech, is only the Chitzenius. I said before, which within our speech, only the, the the external level of the intellect is what goes into your speech. And that's what he said, that's why only after 40 years you can truly appreciate the full breadth of your teacher's teachings because the teacher doesn't give over the true inner depth and the core of the concepts he's trying to give over. It's too high to be expressed in speech. But after 40 years you can get it because in a a concealed way this deep meaning behind the concept was there within the letters. It was just in a deep, deep uh, concealed way. Um, So that's why after 40 years and working through the Concept that your teacher gave over to you, you can, you know, penetrate through and get to the core of the concept and understand it. Um, and even the external part of the intellect, which does go into letter into the letters of speech, the letters actually conceal that external part. That's why we see that in order to understand something, when someone's talking, to understand a concept, you have to be you have to be smart yourself. If you're a child, the child hears the sounds of the letters, but he doesn't get the concept. So you see that the letters conceal the concept which is being expressed through them. Now we can understand the same way by the supernal speech of Malchus. Uh, only an external ray of godliness, a contracted external ray of godliness, enclosed within, within Malchus, uh, to create worlds. And even this external ray of godliness is is concealed and hidden by the letters of speech, by the contracted letters of speech, and that's why Malchus can be the source and the root of the the created worlds, the worlds that start start feeling their own independent existence, the worlds of Bria because it's only a very external ray of godliness, which includes within the lowest sphere of the ten spheres of Attilas. and even that external ray is concealed by that last, by that sphere of, Malch- of Malchus. And therefore, the level of energy of godliness, which is relating to these worlds, is very, very low. And therefore, it's on the same level to be able to create these worlds, which feel themselves a little bit separate from their Creator. <laughs> However, the essence of the level of Malchus, is not at the level to be a source for the lower world's biyah. meaning the essence of Malchus, how it is, is still within the world of Atzilus, uh, and still how it's totally above being relating to going down, and to the lower worlds, like we said before the panimius of Malchus, the panemius in the contains so the inner core of every level is above is too high to be expressed to the lower level and also when we were talking about the mides of Atilas we said that also that the mides of Atilas shine through Malchus to create worlds that's what we said that all the mi of At the the, the Bides, the supernal uh, emotions of sheb relate to the worlds also and that's why every day of creation relates to the seven days of creation relates to a different one of the seven spheres which create different creations to depending on that depending on that um, emotive attribute which is involved in creation so also the, <laughs> the level of the of Atilus, which does shine into Malchus to be the source of the creation of the lower worlds of Biyah, is only the external level, more contracted, condensed level of Zah. But the inner core of, of the Midi Savatilus does not enclose the Malchus to create worlds. Because it's too high to create these limited worlds. Now we go back to what we were saying before. To your understanding, there is no number we said that tavuna relates to Ben and Bas, which is Zoh and Malchus. At these levels, how they are in the world of Atzillus, they're totally Ein misbrother they're unlimited. And therefore, they can't be the source of creation. Only the external revelations from those levels can end up be coming down to relate to worlds. Zoh, Zoh, Malchus, K'may And that's what we said that the Tevuna, which is the letters Ben and Bas, which relate to the male and female aspects of Atsilas, which are the Midas of atzilis And the Malchus of Atzillus how they are in the world of Batsilas? Ainu mikhin es mark of the biyah. They cannot be a source to the limited worlds of biyah. Vehe mikhin es bli mispar. That's why it says lusvanase ain mispar. They are totally without number, without any limitation. Amnam, however, beemes Peter should lusvanase ain mispar. But the true explanation of this verse, to your understanding, there is no number. Right now we just explained it into the deeper explanation that Tuvunose is from the letters Ben and Bas Zoh and Malchus, but what it really says is to your understanding there is no number. Which relates to the level of Bina of understanding of the world of Atsilas. That and that is the level which truly has no number to it. Whereas Zoh the Midas, and the midday Seven Malchus of Atsilas do have some type of a number of, of a limitation a relationship to the lower worlds. In general, the Amidites and Malchus of Atsilis do have a relationship, a connection with the limited worlds of B'riah Tzir Like we said before, remember your, your mercies and your kindness because they are, from, they are from the world, meaning they relate to the worlds. But the the intellectual faculties of the world of Atsilis, which totally came preceded the worlds, don't have any relationship with the worlds, they are totally without number, without any limitations. So even though we could say that the mides and Malchus of Atzilus, how they still are within Atzilus, I mean the Pneemius of the Midas and the penemius of Malchus are above relating to the limited worlds, but in truth, the general idea of Midas and Malchus is connected to worlds, whereas the Meichin, the intellectual faculties of Atzilus, Chabad, Chochim have really no relationship to worlds whatsoever. As they are totally unlimited levels. Zo, ein mispor that's what it says that to your understanding there is no number no limitation. And in, in actually the word, the word tavuna is not bina. It actually relates to a specific level within Bina, within understanding. It relates to the revelation of Atik within Bina. Atik is the penemius of Kester the inner core of Kesser, which it relates to specifically the level, level of Hashem's taynug, of Hashem's pleasure. So the pleasure that Hashem has, is with, revealed within the Bina, within the Bina of Atsilis. And in a general sense, that means the level of the infinite energy of Hashem, which totally transcends all of the chain of the creation, which is totally unlimited and not within number. So that's why Tavuna is truly a misfortune because Tavuna actually relates to the revelation of the Aryan Saif, of the infinite energy of Hashem, which is totally above worlds within Bina. And that's why the say to your Tavuna, there is no number, there's no limitation. So we split, split three explanations about that. Either it refers to Zoh and Malchus, Ben and Bas, and those have no number because that's relating to how they are in their inner core of the mides and Malchus of Azilas, how they are united with the world of Atilas. And in a higher sense it relates to um Bina of Atsilas, because the world of Michin, the idea of Muichen is totally above relating to the outside world, like we said before in a previous class episode that the difference between intellect and emotion, emotion's all about your relationship and how you feel about things outside of you, whereas um intellect is more is more just about you. It's when you're you you're understanding things outside of you, but the way that you can activate your intellectual faculties a lot better is actually when you're to yourself, when you're totally excluded from others. So the whole world of intellect is something which transcends the outside world, and so to above and godliness. And then the last explanation of Lusuvunosei is the specific level of the revelation of Atik within Bina, revelation of the infinite energy of Hashem within Bina, and that's why it's truly a mispart without number. And now we go back to what we we're speaking about near the beginning of the Mimer. We said in the beginning of the Mimer that I'm speaking about what is the idea of Avedas um, Eved? What is the idea of us having, we said, You shall serve Hashem your God. How can we serve Hashem? A servant is somebody who completes a need of his master. The master can't get himself and he needs a servant to do it for him. But Hashem is the, is the ultimate completeness. He doesn't need us to complete anything for him. And so he we said, we first preface the idea of the ultimate purpose of creation of all the worlds is Hashem wants a dwelling place in this lower world. We explained the lower, the lower world means obviously the lower world in level, which is this lowly world, which is so low because the revelation of godliness is so concealed within it. And what it means, a dwelling place means a revelation of, G- of Hashem. That's like a person in his house. He d- he lives in his house. He lives there in a, a revealed way, with, doesn't have to cover up in so many garments like he does usually when he goes out. And he all can be himself. He can be himself in a revealed way within his house, in the comfort of his home. And also, the uh, Avdira b'Tachtonim also implies a revelation of the essence of Hashem. Also, not just the revelation, but also of the essence, because the essence of the person is revealed in his house. The essence of Hashem wants to be revealed in this lowest world. And then we went on to explain that. That's when we went on to the whole this whole idea of sometimes we find a number to the worlds. And sometimes we say that the worlds are without number, and we said that the worlds in and of themselves are limited, but there's an unlimited amount of worlds. We spoke about that their creation is from the level of Malchus, but how the, how the alien Seif shines through Malchus, or through the Kalim of, of Malchus. And that's why we have an unlimited amount of worlds, because there's this unlimited revelation that goes through Malchus, and the limited Kalim of Malchus is what um, creates the limited... Worlds—the unlimited amount of worlds—but each world in itself is limited. And then we wanted to go on to explain how only the chitzonius of the higher level is what can go down to the lower level, and that's where we explain this whole idea of lisbunase in this part. And now we can return to the idea of dirbetachteinim. And also the idea of the Evid, what it means to be a servant of Hashem. And now, concerning this, what we're talking about until now is what the sages said that Hashem desires to have a dwelling place in the lower worlds. What, what it means when it says a dwelling place, which we said before, it refers to as essence, the essence, the very essence of Hashem, should be revealed in this lower world. That relates to the essence of the infinite energy of Hashem, which is totally unlimited and without any number. That level is what should shine and be revealed in this lowest world. So we went into this whole explanation of Misbar, and Bli Misbar has a number which is above number. What is the level which is truly above number? Is only like we just said the hisgalos atik within bina When you have a revelation of the inner core of keser, which really, in a general sense, relates to the safe, the infinite energy of Hashem, how it transcends all the worlds, that is truly the only level which is blee with no number at all, and that is the level which Hashem wants to be revealed down into this world. I used to say that all the different flows of divine energy within the chain the chain uh, of creation. That about, about these flows of divine energy within creation, it says, the whole world is filled with your glory, which we said, which is just the external ray of godliness. All these different revelations of godliness within the chain of creation, all are in the realm of number and limitation. They're just a All the earth is filled with your glory, which we said before, only refers to a, a external ray of godliness, a condensed, contracted ray of godliness. This type of energy it becomes diminished from level to level as it goes down through the chain of creation. To the extent that when it comes down here, it becomes totally con, um, concealed and hidden from us. Even though this these um this level of divine energy which is within the within creation it still is found with everywhere from the highest levels of creation to the lowest levels but since we're talking about a level of godliness which is already on the same level of creation therefore it relates to creation in a seder in a in a orderly way the higher worlds it can be revealed in, in a lot more revealed way because the higher worlds are more proper vessels channels to receive that energy and within the lower worlds, it's a lower revelation of that energy. So when we're talking about a divine energy which relates to creation, which encloses within each creation according to its level, then that level of energy, when it's going to come down here to this world, it's going to be totally concealed. Because the vessels of this world, the world is not a proper vessel to contain, to reveal that energy. It's not seen and it's not revealed when it comes down here. Uh, but that's not the idea of Deiru We don't want a revelation of a that, of a type of, of of level of godliness which relates to creation, because that when that would, when that level would come down here, it wouldn't be revealed anymore. It would be concealed. But the whole idea of a dwelling place in the lower realms is that there should be a revelation of the infinite energy of Hashem within Malchus. When there's a revelation of the infinite energy of Hashem, and that revelation should be revealed down here. Not that it should come down like the like the level of godliness, which when it comes down, it becomes diminished and more and more and more concealed as it comes lower. Here we're talking about when it's a revelation of godliness which truly totally transcends worlds. It's not revealed within worlds according to their specific capacities. It's revealed everywhere in the same way because it doesn't. It's it's the way of it, the way of its relating to worlds is not in a way an internal way where it has to enclose within vessels, rather. It totally transcends any um, the capacity of any world, and therefore when it comes down here and it's drawn down to this world, it's drawn down everywhere actually in a revealed way. Only about this energy can you say that it's revealed even when it comes down here when it comes down here because it's not relating to the specific vessels of that world and therefore has to fit to that vessel. No it's totally above all vessels, therefore it's revealed everywhere. And now we can return to the idea of the, what does it mean, us serving Hashem. And this is the whole idea of what we can complete, so to say, a need that we can complete for Hashem, that He should have a dwelling place in the lower realms. We are the only ones, so to say, that the way that God set up the world, He could do whatever He wants. He could create the world and He could reveal His essence within this world. But the way that he set, Hashem set up creation is that, no, everything is said, it's all a, chain, a chain-like descent each world is on a lower level, and therefore, the level of divine energy, which which usually enlivens the worlds, so when it comes down here, it's all the way concealed. That's the way that Hashem set it up. And the only way that He can get His purpose fulfilled, which His purpose, His ultimate desire of creation, is that His essence should be revealed in this lowest world. The only way that's going to happen is if we do our service of Hashem and do terimitzis down here, and by, thereby drawing down Hashem's essence into this lowest, lowest world. He himself can't even do that, and therefore we can complete his need. That's why we are called the servants of Hashem. We complete the need to draw down Hashem's essence to this lowest world. Obviously, <clears throat> Hashem, like I said, can, can do this if he wants, but that's not that's the way that he set up creation, that, that it's, it's dependent on us now. And if it, wasn't up, if, it was, if it wasn't for our service, it would only be a revelation of a contracted divine energy, which when it comes down here is already concealed now I get more details in order that there should be a dwelling place for Hashem in this lowest world the revelation of Hashem's essence in this lowest world it has to have two things which are first of all drawing down the revelation of the infinite essence of Hashem the infinite energy of Hashem down here, and also we have to bring about the, the physical things in this world, lowly things in this world, should be proper vessels, proper channels, to receive that revelation of Hashem's essence. So, you have to first of all, you have to draw down the essence, but you also have to make that it's betachtonim, that the that the revelation doesn't just remain in the spiritual realms. It should, it should really permeate and um, be revealed within the actual lowest aspects of our creation. In order to do that, we have to make the lowest aspects of creation into proper vessels to contain that energy. How do we bring that about? Through fulfilling um, the commandments of Hashem with physical objects. When you take a physical object and you make it, into a mitzvah of Hashem, you make that physical object into a proper vessel to contain the revelation of Hashem's essence. Until now, it was definitely not a vessel for that; it was just a physical object, no connection, so to say, to Hashem's essence. And we're going to explain this more. The Hina Yidua, it's known the mitzvahs mikrois Zriya. how are the mitzvahs, How do the mitzvahs transform physical objects into vessels, proper vessels for the revelation of Hashem's essence? Because the mitzvahs are called Zriya; they're called planting. Ukmeisha as it says, the light which is planted to the Tzadik, to the Righteous One. And it, I'm pretty sure the Zoyer says that the, uh, the, uh, this comment that Hashem planted the Tzadik Mitzvahs down here into this world. So we see that the tzaddik, our Mitzvahs are called, are, you know, compared to this idea of planting. Hashem planted within our world um, Tzadik Mitzvahs. It's a spiritual planting. And how do we understand this idea that the mitzvahs are called planting? Let's understand it from the analogy of physical planting. You plant a seed in the physical earth. This seed has no taste, has no smell. But when you plant it in the earth, all of a sudden you plant it in the earth and you, and you bring about a, a sprouting from this seed, which has no taste and no smell, and you make it sprout with a, a, a totally additional amount which is totally not comparable to the original seed. From this little seed you bring about, you grow it, an apple seed, ends up growing a tree full of apples which have taste, which have smell, and compared to the seed, it's totally this little teeny seed having a huge tree. It's unbelievable the the um, the difference. So that's the idea of planting in a physical sense. So too, when we're talking about the planting of mitzvahs, of the commandments, the ima gashmi. Even though these are physical mitzvahs, which have no comparison to the levels of godliness which they which they bring down. al yodam gili vuchul. Nevertheless, through them you draw down revelation of the infinite energy of Hashem, the infinite essence of Hashem. Hainu But and that's obviously how do you draw down this infinite essence of Hashem when you do mitzvahs? Only when you do them in the proper way. How do you do mitzvahs in a proper way? You have to do it like it's a mitzvah. It's a commandment. You have to be. Like a slave, a servant being commanded by the master who does his, who fulfills the command with a total self-effacement, total letting go of his ego, just total self-nullification. And not doing a mitzvah like totally full of yourself and showing off that I'm, look how many mitzvahs I did and with the intention to get more points, so to say, with gem. When you're doing the mitzvah, it has to be in the right way. You have to know that this is a mitzvah, a commandment. You have to be a, a servant who's subservient to your master. As he's explained, and how do you bring about that you should do the mitzvahs with the proper intent, with the proper uh, letting go of your ego? That's through the avodah, the service of tefillah, prayer, kivonasa mitzvahs, which is the, the inner intention uh, behind all the mitzvahs of the whole rest of your day. She's barb, something like we're going to explain soon. So even though the mitzvahs are just like the seed, which have nothing compared to the actual tree which they grow which grows from them, and the fruit which comes from them, nevertheless they draw down the infinite essence of Hashem, which is no comparison to the physical objects of the physical mitzvahs. Another thing, Another aspect of the mitzvahs are that when you do a mitzvah with a physical object, you make that physical object, that lowly physical object, into a proper vessel channel to reveal Godliness. Like a physical citron fruit, the esteric, which we use for the lulav of an mitzvah when you, you when you take that citron fruit and you make it to a mitzvah, a mitzvah, and for fulfilling the mitzvah of the gadin you 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 bring about that that physical fruit should become a vessel a proper channel for revelation of godliness similar thing applies when you take when you take the temer gashmi uh, wool, just physical wool, and you make it into tzitzis, uh, the mitzvah of titzis, a tefillin, a kashmi, and you make the tfilin. The mitzvah of tfilim, which comes from a physical klaf, the, the parchment from an animal, hide, huksha uh, shakol a and the, the chazal say, the sages say that actually the whole tater is connected to tefillin. What is the deeper meaning of that saying of the sages? Because... How the whole all Torah really is this whole idea of making physical objects into a dwelling place for Hashem, into a proper vessel for revelation of Godliness. But to fill in truly expresses this idea in a lot more emphasized way, because in Tefillin you see this in, in, in actuality. You're actually writing the Parsha of Hashem Echad, the oneness of Hashem, on a physical object on the physical hide which you use for the um, parchment for the Tefillin. That the idea of, when we say Hashem is one, that relates to the level, like it says in the Tikkun Yezair, you are one and not within in calculation. Obviously, a oneness of Hashem, which totally transcends all of creation. We're on the beginning of the next page. So you're, you're writing the essence of Hashem mamish onto a physical uh, parchment. Also, in general, all the four parshis of the tefillin. There's four different compartments in the Tfilm which contain four different um, parchments from the Torah with four different sections of the of the Torah. They relate to the four different supernal brains. Kadesh, vahuyakivyachal, the two different portions of Kadesh and Vahyakivyacho are relating to Chachma and Bina of Atsilas and Shma and Vahuyim and the Parshish of the two other Parshis of Shema and V'Hayim Shamoya, they relate to the other two uh, supernal brains, Das. Which is the level of das, which in more specifically nechlach lech chesed which das um, splits up more specifically to chesed and gevura of das. So those are the four brains. So the all of the four portions of the portions of the tefillin relate to godly levels. You're writing those levels on physical parchments, bringing down the revelation of godliness of atzilus within the physical parchments of the tefillin. And this is the idea that Hashem um, puts on tefillin. It says in the Gemara. What does that mean? Hakadosh Baruch Hu, the level when it says Hakadosh Baruch Hu, that relates to who bchinas That relates to the level of mide avatilas. and when it says he the, he puts on tefillin, that relates to the drawing down of that the four the four supernal brains we just said into the physical tefillin. So when Hashem putting on tefillin is sort of say when you put on your tefillin you're creating an equal opposite reaction above that Hashem puts on Tefillin, which means the drawing down of the four supernal brains of Hatzilis into the physical Tefillin. And so Hashem putting on Tefillin actually is relating to drawing down the supernal brains of Hatzilis within Zoh, within Ah, that's okay. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Tefillin. Zah, the midis of Hatzilis, are putting on Tefillin, are drawing down Within themselves, the aspects of tefillin, which are the four supernal brains, which are above the midis of Atilis. So, a Baruch, Kadosh Baruch is the drawing down of the Meichin of Atilis into the midis of Atilis. And that's what you bring about through your putting out tefillin down here. Um, fine, a bit shalanu, but when we put on tefillin in the physical world, not only are you drawing down from the Meichin of atzilas into the midis of Atilis, you're drawing down from the Meichin of Atilis all the way down into the physical parchment. Of the tefillin, and so we see that from this putting on tefillin, you're actually making the tzimeach, the the vegetation, which is you use to create the ink, to to write the 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 portions of the tefillin, and the chai, the the um, animal kingdom, which is the which you use to create the parchment that you're writing the tefillin on. These physical objects actually are becoming channels for godliness by using them for doing this mitzvah tefillin. But Kach, huk, tefillin on so too, the whole terror is connected to tefillin. That what does that mean? Shakola mitzhou and Shanas and that all mitzvahs share the same theme of the tefillin, which the theme of the tefillin is drawing down and making physical objects, whether it be the vegetation for the the ink or the animal that you use for the Parchment. They're making those things into a, a vessel for godliness for writing Hashem Echod, revelation of Hashem's true essence. So, too, all, that is the theme of all the mitzvahs that relate to physical objects. Taking those objects and making them into proper vessels for the revelation of Hashem's essence. Stopping on the top of page Samech Zain, line, five lines for the top of the end of the line. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the new podcast, Chsiddis. This is Levi Gelb. And if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, org and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Maimer Mavur explanation on a Maimer from Tehrer Lukute Tehrer almost every week. And there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other or older Maimar that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yam And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode, a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this, uh, for this podcast. Please consider doing that. It will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better. And... You can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha. And to do that, please email, email me at rabbigelb at gmail. And we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of, every, of that episode. Thank you very much.